0: You are listening to A Little Rock,
2: I quit my job down at the car wash. I left my mama a goodbye note. By sundown, I left Kingsman with my guitar under my coat. I hitchhiked all the way down to Memphis. Got a room at the YMCA. For the next three weeks, I went a hundred nights. I was looking for a place to play. Well, I thought my picking was set them on fire, but nobody wanted to hire a guitar man. City started picking out some of them all-night bars Hoping I could make myself a dollar Making music on my guitar I got the same old story Them all-night but There ain't no room around here for a guitar man We don't need a guitar man, son So I slept in the Hobo jungles. I roamed a thousand miles of track Till I found myself in Mobile, Alabama I Had a club they called Big Jack. A little four-piece band was jamming So I took my guitar and I set it in I showed them what a band would sound like I wanna swing a little guitar, man. Show them some. That swinging little guitar. Hey, yeah, yeah. hey.
4: Hi, everybody, and welcome once again to Old Time Rock and Roll. I'm your host, Lee Douglas, and tonight's show, a little bit different from what we've had lately, and this is Guitar Heroes 2011. This show is different because, for once, we're going to move out of only the 50s and 60s and bring in some 70s, some 80s with great reverence to some of the greatest guitar players that ever lived. Now, in the opening song, you heard Guitar Man by Elvis Presley. Uh, certainly, Elvis was anything but a guitar hero because he really couldn't play the guitar. But on that particular song, the song was originally written by Jerry Reed, famous from country and just about, again, one of the better country guitar players. And interestingly enough, that when Elvis wanted to record that song, he could not find one guitar player that could play what he wanted. So they actually went out and they got Jerry Reed to perform and play lead guitar on that piece. So that indeed was Jerry Reed on guitar for Guitar Man. All right. And so that's basically what it's all about. It's about celebrating the greatest guitarists and some you may not even have ever heard of but some you will have. All right, we'll start with this one. Lester William Paulfus, better known to us as Les Paul, played jazz and country guitar. He was a songwriter and inventor. He was a pioneer in the development of the solid-body electric guitar, which made the sound of rock and roll possible. Without that, there would have been no rock and roll. And he was credited with many recording innovations, including his early experiments with overdubbing, known as sound-on-sound, delayed effects such as tape delay, phasing, and multi-track recording. And he was the first to do that. He was a guitar player from... Age 10, the man was incredible. You still can buy a Les Paul guitar to this very day. In the 1950s, he and his wife, Mary Ford, produced hit after hit after hit. It wasn't big band. It wasn't country. But American record-buying public bought these records by the millions. Here's Les Paul and Mary Ford.
5: Dear one, the world is waiting for you.
4: less in the later part of his life doing the solo on the instrumental Caravan mm-hmm. Special reason why I'm including this gentleman in this guitar heroes show. His name is Billy Muir. And Billy is a Facebook friend, but it's more than that. Billy was born in nineteen fifteen in New York City. He played violin before making guitar his primary instrument. He played in Army air bands during World War II and found work at radio station WNEW after the war until 1957. In addition to recording under his own name, he did work as a session musician and as composer and arranger. In 1959, he released a single, A String of Trumpets, credited to Billy Muir and the Trumpeteers. The song reached number 64 on the Billboard Hot 100. Of course, Billy could not play trumpet. And that was his big hit, although he did have a close hit called Chopstick Guitar. I'd like to play that for you now, Billy Muir. And, oh, did I bother to tell you, Billy Muir is still playing down in Vero Beach. He plays guitar in a band with his fiance. Billy is 95 years old. Wow. Wow. Here's Billy Muir. Here's another friend of mine and by now, of course, Joe Bennett has been playing a guitar for almost 60 years, which is pretty incredible. But when he was just 14 and 15 years old, he and his band, the Sparkle Tones, produced this song, which shows you that here are a bunch of kids who've been playing just a short while. Listen to the guitar playing on this song Here are the sparkle tones with Joe Bennett. Boppin' Rock Boogie. This next gentleman still playing. You know, it's hard when you're thinking about rock and roll guitar and you hit the blues. I know there's a connection. So sometimes it's hard for me and it's hard for other people to cross that bridge, so to speak. We have two of them tonight. One, of course, is B.B. B. King. And the other is somebody by the name Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy is considered one of the greatest blues guitarists in the business. In the early 50s, he began performing with with bands, different bands, moving to Chicago in 1957 and fell under the influence of Muddy Waters. In 1958, uh, he actually won a competition that got him a record contract for Cobra Records. And he recorded sessions with the Chess brothers and here was the problem it was held back by the conservative business choices made by Chess Records unfortunately uh, Leonard Chess who signed Buddy refused to record Buddy's particular brand of novel guitar playing similar to the way he would perform in his live shows and Leonard, who is the founder of of Chess and 1987 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, denounced Guy's playing as noise. In the 1960s, Chess tried recording Guy as a solo artist with R&B ballads and jazz instrumentals, but none were released as singles. And Guy's only Chess album was Left My Blues in San Francisco, which was finally issued in 1967. So, despite his adulation by the blues community, Buddy Guy never had a true hit. But I'd like to play for you now his version of a rock and roll standard, Mustang Sally.
6: Mustang. stay
4: If that song didn't give you enough insight into the guitar-playing ability of Buddy Guy, try this one. Here's Buddy, Midnight Train.
6: Midnight in the rain. I was minding my own business, waiting for the midnight train. Nobody inside, staring at my shoes I took out my paper to find me some galoo. Say ain't too much trouble. Went to local, out of town. His reply Is 2 a.m. If I'm leaving, no goodbye. I can catch it in 40 minutes. If I'm off to grab this record, but
5: the come
6: by. This time back more or less. Listen.
4: You're know, listening to old-time rock and roll, and I want to remind everybody that you can still vote for your top 10 vocal groups from the 1950s and 60s by emailing me at otrnrcontra- contact at com. In addition to that, you want to make a request, same address. You want to go to the website www.oldtimernr.com. That's where you can drop off a little donation via PayPal. Anything you'd like to keep old time rock and roll here and free. Here's another guy that's been playing guitar well over 63 years. His name is Charlie Gracie. Had a big hit in 1957 called Butterfly. But listen to this one, it's called Guitar Boogie. Here's my little foray, which is going to take us from the 1960s through the 1980s. One group that can, with the exception, of course, of the Beatles, that could launch three of the members as fabulous recording artists in their own right. There was only one other group that could do that. And that group was the Yardbirds. In the Yardbirds, you had Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page, and Jeff Beck. Now, each one of those went on to solo careers that were unbelievable. So, in perspective, let's play the Yardbirds for your love. And then we'll play a song by Eric Clapton, song by Jeff Beck, and of course, the song. By Jimmy Page when he was with Led Zeppelin, and it has to be one of the all time greatest pieces of music, bar none. Now, I said before that music really stopped growing in the 1970s and 80s and didn't really create too much, but when it comes to this song, it did stairway to heaven.
7: i oh.
0: Take a, gonna a We don't cause talk and suspicion. We don't give an exhibition. We gon' find out what
5: it all where you oh. we midnight, we gon' lay
0: all hang down.
5: Midnight,
0: after midnight, after midnight,
5: we gon' lay. To Midnight <laughs> <lonely>. <laughs>
8: Sometimes all our thoughts are misgiven You know
4: Those three are generally recognized as three of the top 25 guitarists in the country. Wow. And now let's go on. B.B. King.
9: close my eyes Be Satisfied
4: Still floors me when kids like we mentioned before that started out so young and played so well, like uh, Joe Bennett and the Sparkle Tones. Here was a guy just barely 17, already an accomplished guitarist. I mean, it would take me a hundred years to learn how to play one chord on a guitar because I just have no talent. This guy was born with it. Unfortunately, he never lasted out of his teens. But one of the great guitarists of the 1950s. Here's the one and only Richie Valens.
0: One, two, one, two. (laughs)
7: What to do us i
4: All that talent, and he had time to chase around a girl by the name of Donna as well. Unbelievable, Richie Valens. Now, here's a guy that, with one hit, well, let's say two hits, this man has made a name for himself over the past fifty years. Here's Link Ray and the Ray Men. end of the 1950s and into the 1960s, before the British Revolution, there was one man that led the pack in instrumentals and guitar. His name? Dwayne Eddy. Here are two different types of songs from Dwayne. One is called Rockabilly Holiday and the other, the original Rebel Rouser. Carl Lee Perkins is not necessarily considered one of the better guitarists in rock and roll, but as a rockabilly performer, Carl was absolutely incredible. In October of 1955, Perkins wrote a song called Blue Suede Shoes after seeing a dancer at a tavern get angry with his date for scuffing up his blue suede shoes. Several weeks later, on December 19th, 1955, Perkins and his band recorded that song during a session at Memphis's Sun Studio. I mean, what can you say? history now we're not going to play that, but I'm going to play a absolutely great piece that includes Carl Perkins and Eric Clapton on guitar singing a song that every performer from the Sun stable recorded. It's called Mean Woman Blues. Here's Carl Perkins with Eric Clapton.
1: Hey, you remember an old song called uh, Mean Woman Blues? Yes, I do. All right. right. I'd love to. Let's do it. <laughs> Let me today. It's just it's just rock it.
4: During a brief period in the 1980s, rock and roll took a back seat. And some incredible blues performances actually made the charts. And this was one of them. The group was named Double Trouble. And the leader never lasted long enough to receive the accolades that he deserved. Here's what can I say about this man. Here's Stevie Ray Vaughan, The Sky is Crying.
1: The sky is
6: crying. See
8: mm-hmm. you.
4: most important influence in rock and roll came in the mid-1950s by a guy by the name of Elias Otha Bates. He was usually known as Elias McDaniels, and to every one of his performing buddies, he was known as Big Bad Bo. Bo Diddley, born on December 30th, 1928. Bo Diddley was the originator. His way of transitioning from blues to rock and roll influenced a whole host of acts, from Buddy Holly, Jimi Hendrix, the Rolling Stones, the Who, the Clash, the Yardbirds, and, of course, the Beatles, all of them. Oh, thanks to Bo Diddley. Let's close out the show with Big Bad Bo Diddley. (laughs) How do you play a guitar and have it come out sounding like a cross between a violin, a fiddle, and I don't know what else, electrified? Bo Diddley was an innovator. Well, what I've done tonight is just given you a background of guitar players that really influenced rock and roll. Now, in my opinion, rock and roll is no more. It stopped in the 80s when music used to be Innovative. Even the guys that you guys and I don't really want to consider. We want to consider everybody from the 1950s and 60s because that's what we grew up with. But the guys that I included tonight, they paid homage to the great guitarists of rock and roll. And so I included them tonight. That's the way I see the Guitar Heroes 2011. For everybody here at Old Time Rock and Roll, I want to thank you for being with us. And we'll see you real soon with another great show. This is Lee Douglas. That is a wrap.
10: I work all day as a soda jerk on my feet all the time. And, oh, man, how they hurt make much, but I sure get the news I don't have much time for getting the blues My friends drop in for the sodas and pop They're all talking plans about a new record hop All day long I'm a-filling on Taking in nickels, vines and quarters Cherry sodas and a chocolate shake Strawberry sundaes and a lemon phosphate Time to clean the fountain cause it's almost five and you know me, Dad, after five I jive I wanna jive. Ha oh, ha oh, oh, I wanna jive. Ooh, I wanna jive. Yes, yeah, after five. ha oh, ha oh, oh, I wanna jive. Man alive after five. Well, I'm off the floor and I wipe the counter. Just working that, I'm not the fountain. I keep a-working and a-watching the clock A-peeping out the window for my baby to stop We'll head out of town to a little night dive Cause you know me, Dad, after five-hour drive, All day long I'm filling oil Taking in nickels, dives and quarters Cherry Cokes and a tall root beer A cone of vanilla with a chocolate smear. Time to clean the fountain cause it's almost five uh, You know me bad after five I die, I wanna dive I wanna dive Ooh, let's Yeah, I wanna dive Yeah, it's a man alive Come on now, cat, let's die Hey, everybody rock I wanna jive, ooh, I wanna jive, yes, I wanna jive, man alive, I wanna jive, jive, jive out five. the fire